welcome to the College Football Bros, the podcast that never takes an L. And now, here are your hosts, Michael, Ryan, and Trey Newman. Welcome to the College Football Bros podcast. I am Michael Newman, and I'm joined by the brother who is undefeated in life. That's definitely me, Ryan Newman. And by the other brother, who's still winless. Wow. It's me, Trey Newman, I guess. <laughs> I, almost jumped jumped right in for, I almost jumped right in for Ryan's, but ouch. Yeah. Too late. Uh, another L for another you. Another L. <laughs> <laughs> um, on today's one. episode, though, we're going to go through the projected top 15 teams according to Athlon Sports. And we're going to predict when each of them will suffer their first loss. If any, I guess. You can predict them. Yeah. To go undefeated. Um, if you subscribe to our Patreon, we'll we'll go through the rest of the top twenty-five, so ten more teams, and we'll also go through um, all of the patrons' favorite teams. So there's you know ten or ten or so more uh, teams to go through there. So if you want to support us, that's Patreon.com/slash College Football Bros. We'll put a link in the description. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. So you'd get, of course, the rest of this episode and. All of the bonus episodes we have in the backlog. So uh, consider that. And Ryan, though, let's let's get straight into it. Who is number one? Yes, number one, of course, Alabama, defending national champions. Uh, I, you know, when I was going over through this uh, prediction here, um, you know, I, I tried to be a little aggressive. You know, I was just trying to think. Hey, you know, I, I wasn't just going by like, okay, what's going to be the, the point spread, and just go only by that. I was trying to pick some upsets and what here, 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 there. So Alabama, I have them losing to, well, they have a first, their first game's tough. They play Miami. Um, of course, mm-hmm. Alabama will be a huge favorite in that game, but you know, Miami's a preseason top 15 ish type team. Uh, but I have them losing ultimately in week three at the, at Florida, excuse me, at Florida. Uh, I think a lot of people are maybe going to be underestimating Florida this year. Um, I, 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 we've talked about this on this podcast. We all like Dan Mullen. Uh, I like what they have coming back. I know they lose quite a bit on offense, but I think people are underestimating that. The fact that they have Emory Jones, who's been around the program for, a, I think this is going to go into his fourth year now. So that's a lot of tutelage under Dan Mullen. So, uh, I'm going to say they lose in week three to Bama or lose week three to Florida. Yeah. I, I mean, they're going to be favored. A, a decent amount in in every game but i i agree with you ryan if i was looking at this schedule i did want to kind of be bold here with with bama as well and i think week three is early enough in the year where you know yep. um they might not be in full stride and i kind of know how dumb that that does sound just considering they've been pretty much in stride for the last 10 years but i think yeah. that uh i think that mullen can get the offense rolling and that that can be really the only i thought about a&m uh, a couple weeks later, but I just feel like the Gator, I trust the Gators offense, I think a little bit more and they're going to need to obviously score points to, to beat Bama. And I just think Gainesville is going to be rocking. Yeah. And the flip picking Florida, you have the advantage that that game is before the A&M game. So yeah, of the, course. the order matters when trying to pick the first loss. I, um, if I'm allowed to do this, I'm going to pick that they go undefeated. Yeah. I just, I'm, I rather than trying to, identify which individual game because of course it's possible that they get upset somewhere along the way but kind of hard to predict where it will be 
I guess well, if they'll I had be favored pick... most likely in every single game. So oh yeah, <laughs> they'll be double digit so, you know, favorites uh, no matter what. I yeah. think and they won't be double digit favorites at Florida. What do you think? Well, they're as of right now. Yeah, as of right now they are. Well, I saw one line? that's like one's ten and one's thirteen and a half. So oh, all right, well, it's it could be close around there, around there yeah. at least. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll, my official pick is undefeated. Yeah, for this I, podcast I, for this podcast. I just feel like you know they do have a lot podcast. of talent, but there's a lot of unproven talent at this point. You know, Mechie's great at receiver, and they have a lot of other young receivers. But you know, Bryce Young will be in his third game. Yeah, the new new offensive coordinator. There could be some hiccups, at least a little bit. Yeah, wouldn't shock me. All right, so then Athlon's number two team, of course, is Clemson. And I'm not betting on them to go unbeaten, but if they beat Georgia in week one, we, and we talked about that recently, how, you know, they're about, their Clemson is about 10 points better than the next best ACC team at, at this point. So I can't lock down a team that I think We'll beat them. So I am going to also kind of go like you, Michael. I'm going to say they go unbeaten. Um, I just think they're, they're head and shoulders above the rest of the, the teams in the ACC. But obviously that first game against Georgia is very difficult. Well, you say 10 points better than the next best ACC team, which would probably be, you know, Miami or North Carolina, right? They don't play Miami or North Carolina. Right. So yeah. Well, Every, at yeah, least in the, regular season, the ACC so, title game. So they're like 20 points better than the yeah, next yeah, team point. they play <laughs> True. on Good their point. schedule. So. This is yeah, Georgia. I, I, I'm gonna say Georgia though is the most likely first loss. I will be picking Clemson. Like if I had to, to pick this game, even point spread, I would take Clemson. I, I just trust them. You know, Georgia breaking in a new secondary. Clemson, on the other hand, their defense brings everybody back. Um, you know, I, I, I think Clemson is a little bit better to start the season, but, um, I, you know, I think the plur, it's, the plurality favorite of most likely first loss, I would I would say, is Georgia. Well, that's of course. Um, I'm I'm saying they go undefeated as well. Uh, okay. After they get, I think they'll beat Georgia, um, and then after that, there's just no feasible way I can pick a I, I mean, team I, to beat them. The one, the like, one I like, like to pick upsets, but this is there's just no I can't do it. With yeah, Clemson if you told me Georgia. if you told me they lost after the the Georgia game. The the one I kind of looked at was maybe Pitt in late October because it's on the road. Maybe Heinz Field, the grass could be a little weird, but I just you know I'm not gonna Pitt's pit him I'm not beat him before. That. It could happen. They play at NC State. You know the NC State yeah. could be if if yeah. Devin Larry's the real deal. So you never know. It's not impossible, but far fetched. Yeah, as if Uyunglele stays healthy, right? Um, but True. moving on to number three on Athlon's list is Oklahoma. And their non-conference is is pretty easy, so I, I don't see them losing there. Nebraska. Hey, 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 hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa! They get Nebraska at home. I think that's a pretty likely W. Their first yeah. conference game is at K State, who has beat them two years in a row, betting against uh, the third time. So I, you know, I'm going to pick undefeated as as the the most likely. Not, I say most likely. It's under 50% chance, but I like picking that rather than trying to guess which first yeah. loss there will be. Uh, Iowa State is, is the one that I, if I had to pick them losing would be, but they'll be a, probably as of right now over a touchdown favorite against them. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you. I have Oklahoma go unbeaten as well. I wish I could say Nebraska, but not even close. 
Um, not with Spencer Rattler in that offense. There's just no way. So OU undefeated, you know, Iowa State, they're, I think they're going to be better than this year. I like Iowa State, but I just, I, you know, they control that conference. Non-conference is easy. Got to go OU. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma definitely should, of course, be better than last year, but in years past, they, they've shown that they can lose surprisingly, like K-State the last couple of years. They didn't look good at Iowa State last year. They somehow escaped versus Texas. So I, I want, I looked at their schedule and I looked for a specific letdown spot. They get, they get a revenge game at K-State October 2nd. They play the next week in the heated Red River rivalry. So situationally, the next game they play TCU. I'm going to call for an upset there. They'll be six and zero. Obviously they're better than TCU, but I just kind of wanted to look at a specific situation where they could be coming off, you know, two weeks in a row. That's a good pick. I could see that. So that's a little bold, but, uh, there you go. Hey, I like it. This episode would be boring if we didn't have any boldness, right? Very true. And I hope we're expressing ourselves well with the, like Ryan, you and I, I bet if we were to pick, you put your life on what Oklahoma's record is going to be. At least I I wouldn't. Yeah. I would say say lose one one game. Right. just don't can't pick it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right. The problem is like what's more likely yeah. me picking the right loss or them just going undefeated. And I, I exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why we made <laughs> it's that a difficult yeah. exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's move on to number four uh, in the preseason top 25. We have the Ohio state university. Uh, you know, I, and again, I I'm, I'm going unbeaten. Uh, Ohio state is just cream of the crop uh, in the big 10. And I just have a hard time seeing another Big Ten team knocking them down. Uh, they're, they're head and shoulders kind of. I mean, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Penn State? Is it going to be Michigan? Uh, they're not at their best. Uh, so I have a hard time seeing it. Maybe, you know, um, although they don't play Ohio State, or I mean, sorry, they don't play, uh, Wisconsin in the regular season as, as well. So in their first two games, though, they play, they play at Minnesota as their first game. That, that could be tricky. Minnesota's bringing a lot back. They got a lot of experience. That, that could give them trouble. And then their second game is Oregon. Oregon comes to Columbus. That's obviously the one where you kind of circle like, hey, that could happen. But I, I just, I don't think so. That's a tall task for Oregon, I think. So, you know, depending on their quarterback situation, I think it'll be C.J. Stroud. But at this point, it'd be surprising to not have a Ohio State quarterback light it up. So um, I'm, I'm going to go unbeaten with the Buckeyes. Yeah, this was this was d- tough because I – I agree that I think the game that would it would be would be Oregon because it's the second week of the season. I but I trust Ryan Day to have that offense just ready to roll. Like I know they still have to replace some some guys on defense as well, but as we sit here today, they're around a ten plus point favorite in that game, and and every game thereafter they're going to be a double digit favorites. And like you said, they don't play Wisconsin. They also don't play Iowa in the West. So yeah. a pretty good draw for them. Um, they do have to go at Nebraska though. So <laughs> oof, oof, watch out. But uh, so no, I agree. I am actually going to lean towards the unbeaten regular season. I three for three there. I'm I'm going unbeaten. If I had to pick a game, just like you, it's it's Oregon, and I I feel like I'll probably end up, you know, just for fun betting Oregon in that game. Just I I I, I like I like their offense this year. Um, if if Anthony Brown's the real deal, which I, I think he can be good, and he's got, I think, really great talent surrounding him. I love their receiving core. Offensive line uh, should be stronger. You know, they they lost everybody going into last year, and um, you know, they Mario Cristobal does a great job with that group. So hopefully they can 
go for score for score with them, but and yeah. Pivotal on the what you just line. said though, as yeah. far as the offensive line and receivers, I think Ohio State's is even better. Ohio State might have the best offensive line in the country, and then receivers are great too. So receivers are the best receiving. Yeah, the receiver, the exactly. They yeah. might have those those two position groups might be the best in the country, or at least arguably. So yeah, that's, that's know, why that's I'm why, That's why I don't care about the quarterback play as much because I know whoever it is is going to have like whatever weapons they want to work with, they're going to put up great numbers. Yeah. All right. That's so, why I'm sitting on CJ Stroud. I think I got him at 40 to one to win the Heisman. Ooh. I feel like that's not bad for the, I no. mean, you might, for he's an not State quarterback. Yeah. If he's the starter, then I feel great about that. Yeah. It's a yeah. good one. I think he will be. All right. So number five, and this is a heck of a number five to have Georgia on Athlon's list. And you know, this one, it's, uh, it's pretty straightforward for me. I, I have to say Clemson in week yeah. one. They're about a three and a half point dog at this point. And, but it is, it's one of the best opening matchups we'll, you'll ever get. There, you, know, you got two top five defenses, but I just, I think I trust Clemson just an ounce more even after losing Lawrence. Cause I really want to see if JT Daniels and the offense can do something against this defense, which Michael, you alluded to it earlier, like Clemson returns pretty much everybody. So that's going to be the test, of course, before I truly buy into the Georgia offense. I think they're legit, but just kind of want to see it first. At least that's how I'm looking at it today. Yeah. That Clemson defensive line could be ridiculous with the, the freshmen they've had grow up and, you know, Brzee, Murphy, they're just loaded. That's so. crazy. I, uh, I'm also taking Clemson to be their first loss. Yeah, I, I will say the Clemson as well. Uh, but then they're going to go on a run. Uh, you know, some people might be like, oh, Georgia loses first game. They might, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe overreact a little bit, even if they lose by a decent amount, but they could still go on a run after that till week nine is when they get Florida. Until then, it's like, I mean, they're going to be huge favorites, I think, in any other of those games they got. I don't want to list them, but. Heavy favorites in all the other games. So I think they could see them going on a huge run until that Florida game um, in Jacksonville, and that would set up a huge, huge matchup, I think, in the as far as the SEC East and even playoff picture goes. Yep. All right, moving on to number six, we have Texas A&M, and this is one of the easiest ones to pick because yeah. A&M's got a great chance to start out 5-0. and Their first yeah. five games are – four of them are at home. You've got New Mexico – or sorry, sorry, Kent State. L. No, not, no, I think it's a W, Ryan. Kent State's a W. <laughs> You've got against Colorado in Denver, so kind of a road game, but they'll still be big favorites there. Uh, yeah. Then New Mexico, then Arkansas and Mississippi State. So, yeah, I'm picking them to go 5-0, and and then sixth game well, against... three of them are at home. Oh, is Arkansas there... is in Arlington. Oh, that's, that's right. My mistake. Um, good. Okay, so... Game six though, Alabama. They no true Alabama. road, no true road game other than other than Colorado, which they'll be huge favorites. Not even a true road game, Ryan. It's being played at Mile High Stadium. So <laughs> can we correct you back on that? You guys are All just right. going back and forth. <laughs> hey, well, Michael. Hey, you know, actually, what? actually, Ryan, yeah. actually. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Alabama though, first loss. Yeah. yeah. Alabama. Yeah, there's a. Uh, this is uh, one of the easier ones. Yeah, I think they'll be five and zero. Oh. Head into that, and Bam will be yeah, the first loss. I agree. It's one of the weakest non-conference schedules out there uh, at this point. So we all we're all agreeing on on Bama there. Yeah, they got Prairie View A and M in that conference uh, out of conference slate nice. as well. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on to uh, number seven. Uh, a, a Michael favorite, uh, Iowa State. 
good old Cyclones there. Uh, this one's kind of tough. I, I gotta say, they, they, they kind of have some games where, you know, they're obviously good enough to beat pretty much everybody on their schedule, but then, you know, maybe they're not so great that they can't lose to some other folks on their schedule. So ultimately I picked, I kind of went with an upset pick here. I picked, uh, Oklahoma State, uh, which is in week eight. You know, I, I, at some point I just feel like they gotta slip up somewhere. They're gonna be probably favorites in that game. Um, and they have tough ones before. They got Iowa in week two. They get him in names. That's going to be a tough game, no doubt. Iowa will be a good team. At Kansas State, a little bit the week before. Who knows? That could be a tough one. But uh, I have them losing to Oklahoma State in Week 8. Yeah, I, I'm i looking at it like that Iowa game, of course, is the most difficult. Um, but if they yeah. get by Iowa, which they're favored to at this point, they're going to be double-digit favorites until the end of October. Um, I agree Oklahoma State is uh, is a worthy worthy opponent, but I'm actually going to go get crazy. The following week, they have to go to Morgantown. It's going to be Halloween weekend. I think that place will be lit. Mountaineers will knock off Iowa State after they start 7-0. and That'll be a nice atmosphere there. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're all disagreeing here, all going with different games. I'm going to say that the most likely first loss at OU. Is- no, no. He's saying um, Iowa. I- I'm saying Iowa. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's cause, just cause the advantage of it being so early. They're, they're of yeah. course favored, but they're not a big favorite. You know, five or six points right now. Iowa's right. gonna have a really good defense. I expect a, a low scoring game like it always seems to be. Matt Campbell still hasn't beat Iowa. So, uh, of course wouldn't be a big shock. So yeah, that's, that's my pick. Yep. No, I obviously very feasible. Okay. Number eight on Athlon's top 25 is Cincinnati. The Bearcats. Their schedule is interesting. They have back-to-back toss-up non-conference road games. Actually, against they're both Indiana teams. But other than that, they're going to be big favorites everywhere else. So the the two I'm talking to though about are at Indiana and at Notre Dame, and that's a tall order to beat both in consecutive weeks. Um, well, they get a bye but, week. Well, sorry, in consecutive games for them right hey, it's just correct on you. top of it right here I like it. <laughs> but my, you know just ready way, to pounce on you guys <laughs> yeah but either way i there both those games are as of now the point spreads are basically toss-ups so but so i know it's kind of crazy to do but i'm actually going to say they don't lose a game because i'm really wow. not that high on indiana and notre dame at this point i mean i certainly like we said i wouldn't bet on them to to beat both of those or, or go undefeated but I can't narrow it down to which one. I mean, it, it could even, I guess, be random on UCF or Tulane, but I just, I can't, I can't yeah, put my chips one. there. Okay. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, I'm going to go, uh, you know, I kind of agree. I'm not super high on Indiana and Notre Dame. Um, and I do think Cincinnati is going to be, you know, rear end to go, uh, in those games. I think they're going to at least understand, look, at least what happened to them last year, how valuable those games are going to be for them. So I think they'll be ready to go with those. Um, so I'm going to go to a game where in conference where they might have a little bit of a letdown UCF. I mean, they get them in Cincinnati, but UCF's going to be good. Gus Malzahn, obviously the new coach there, uh, but Dylan Gabriel, they're still going to have an explosive offense. And I think they had a lot of sit outs last year. It was a difficult situation on, especially on defense. I think they can bring some, miss a little bit more experience potential back. So, uh, I'll say UCF, uh, kind of surprises them in week six. Okay. I, I looked to those two. Indiana games, uh, at Indiana, at Notre Dame, cause I think they'll lose one of them. Yeah. Um, they, they, I mean, they could win both, but I, I think the most likely result is that, is that they split. Yep. 
and I'll, I'm also not super high on either of those teams. I'm I'm gonna go. I think they're more likely to lose to Notre Dame than Indiana. But since that Indiana game is first, I'm gonna pick that. I'm gonna say that is the the most likely first loss at Indiana. Um, yeah, because they're they're a one and a half point favorite right now at DraftKings, which I don't know. I don't know if that sounds low or not. I I maybe would favor Cincinnati a little bit more, but either way, it's close enough to where it could easily happen. Yep. And it's early in the season, so hopefully Michael Penix will, you know, still be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. he's got to get healthy first, but yeah. it sounds like he's progressing yeah. well. Uh, all right, moving on to number nine. Another easy one for me. It is Oregon. Yeah. They start out with Fresno State. They're going down. Bulldogs are going to get yeah. them. You got it. No, nah, week two, Iowa State at or <laughs> at Ohio State. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody's uh, going to lose to the Iowa State. Yeah, they'll be they'll be a big dog as we talked about at Ohio State. So that's the pick. Yeah, I I kind of already talked about it in the Ohio State preview. I think they're going to their Ohio State will win. So Oregon's going to. I mean, I I hope. I think it'll be a good game. Oregon's going to come ready to play, but uh, Buckeyes is too much. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to take week two. Yep, a sweep. But like we said, I really do think Oregon is going to give them a game. Like right now yeah. it's like a, a double to 10 to 13 point spread. Like I would pick Oregon at that line right now as we sit here yep. today. Agreed. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on here to uh, number 10. We got uh, North Carolina, uh, Mac Brown and returning quarterback Sam Howell. Uh, their schedule kind of sets up well for them. They don't have Clemson on the schedule. Um, that always, that always nice. They do have Miami, but, um, avoiding Clemson in the ACC, you're good, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the beginning of the, their first game is at Virginia Tech, which could be a little tricky. Uh, yeah. you know, they do lose a lot outside I of think Sam Howell. on a Friday on. night as well. It is on a Friday. Yep. So that one, that one could be a little tricky, but I do think they're, you know, I think Virginia Tech's gonna be a little down. Um, I do trust North Carolina somehow to to get through that. Um, but I they're gonna slip up. Like they're not they're not gonna be so good that they can't lose to a you know kind of a below middle of the pack ACC team. So, um, you know, I thought about Virginia in week three, uh, but I'm gonna move on to the next week uh, where they play at Georgia Tech. Uh, in mm-hmm. week four, Georgia Tech they got a ton of well, returning it's in, production. It's in Mercedes Benz Stadium, but. It's okay. Oh, 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 I got you. Got him. Got him. It's still in Atlanta, but not quite. Son of a gun. Is it really? Well, it doesn't even say that on the I mean, schedule. It's, I'm blaming the website. It's in Atlanta. It's the same thing, but not their stadium. Wow. Wow. You're positive about that? <laughs> I am because I was, I, because I realized that after September 3rd against Virginia Tech, they don't play a true Road game uh, until October 30th. They I do have that, you. that game against Georgia Tech in Atlanta. So it's quasi road, right. but. All right. You win. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm still going with Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's ad-ish Georgia Close Tech. Enough. Uh, Georgia Tech's got a lot of return in production. I think they could, uh, surprise them in North Carolina might have, you know, some young guys. There's going to be an off game. Uh, so I'll say it's in week four to Georgia Tech. Okay. So you mentioned that Virginia Tech game. Early on, I'm not ready to, I'm not going to pick the upset, but against the spread, I would take Virginia Tech. That just seems like right now, it's one of those games where I feel like the whole world. What is the spread, Trey? Oh, oh, sorry. It's about six, six and a half, uh, was what I saw for North Carolina being favored. And I just feel like that's a line where 
a, almost the whole world would be on North Carolina. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm reading the room wrong, but I feel like a lot of people would be on North Carolina there. So against the spread, I, I might take the Hokies, but I'm not ready to, to take that. So I went with um, their first loss to be they'll start 6-0. and They get Miami. I, I know that it's about a three-point spread right now in the early lines. I know North Carolina just absolutely demolished the Canes last year, but that means nothing at this point. I think the Canes will have a little bit better defense, and Kings should be a full go by that point in the season. Okay, I I kind of looked. They could be. They could definitely easily be six and zero. But I kind of looked at at this the same way as Ryan. Where, yeah, they're going to be favored in all those first six games, but I think they'll drop one. I, I'm not sure where, but I think they will. And my guess, I'm just went to straight to the first game at Virginia Tech. Yeah, um, because that spread is not super high, um, and I think. I don't know, like Virginia Tech last year was hit pretty hard by COVID. I think that really affected their season. And they still were decent. I mean, they were 500 in ACC play. They lost uh, some some close games to some good teams. So um, with, you know, Braxton Burmeister. By my- <laughs> what? <laughs> Braxton Burmeister nice. back at quarterback, who Justin Fuente at least seems to like. He had him starting over at Hooker at one point. Um yeah, I think they'll, I think they'll be one of those teams that's, that's kind of capable of beating anybody, but capable of losing to anybody too. So I'll, yeah. I'll pick the upset there. Yeah. All right. That's, that's totally fair. I like it. I, I just couldn't quite do it. All right. Number 11, we've got the Florida Gators. And I think this is a pretty easy one. And now I, I said, again, the, the criteria here is even though I kind of predicted the major upset of them beating Alabama, it's obviously the most likely game when I look just at Florida for them to first lose is Alabama. So I'm going to take yeah. Alabama here, uh, being their first loss September 18th. Um, they have, the Gators have such a, a soft non-conference schedule. They got Florida Atlantic, South Florida, Samford, and then Florida State at the end of the year. But I just, uh, I got to take Bama. Agreed. Yeah. That's easy pick. Well, I had already picked Florida to beat Bama. Oh, okay, so you're sticking so with it. I've got to switch. Okay. That's the way I'm doing this thing. Fine. Uh, so, uh, I went with week seven. They go to LSU, the team that beat them last year. Uh, that's where I think they'll get tripped up. LSU's obviously got a ton of re- returning production. They could be, they could make a leap. Uh, and of course, it's going to be a huge atmosphere in LSU. I think, uh, that could be the one where they slip up. It's, I know that picking against Alabama is a huge, a huge one, but I'm committed. Okay. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Number 12, we've got Notre Dame and they, I don't know, they a kind of, I, I would say secretly tricky start to the season with at Florida State, home to Toledo and home to Purdue. Of course, you know, Notre Dame fan or, or just someone looking at it quickly might say, okay, three and oh easy, but. Like they, it's definitely possible they they drop one of those. Um, but I will also predict three no. <laughs> having said that, <laughs> uh, then they have two two really straight really tough games. So Wisconsin on a neutral field, and then at home against Cincinnati. Um, so also I'll go with Wisconsin to beat them. I think it was a, a fluky year for Wisconsin last year. They of course also hit hard by by COVID, which affected their season. Of course, Jack Cohn went down before the year, who's now at Notre Dame. But, uh, yeah. so they had to go with a freshman quarterback, Graham Mertz. I think you'll see him progress a lot with a, a full season, off season as the starter. So. And a lot of returning people. Yep. Exactly. I, I, I like Wisconsin this year. I do like Wisconsin as well, but I do think Notre Dame will have a loss before then. Uh, okay, Notre Dame yeah. has, 
they just got way too much to re- replace. Uh, I think this will be a down year for Notre Dame. Not that they're a bad program, not that Brian Kelly's not a good coach, it's just they lose a ton. They'll reload next year, but they just, there's going to be some growing pains. I have them going down. I think they'll beat Florida State and, and Toledo, um, even though I think those will be competitive games, both of them. Uh, but I have them losing to Purdue uh, at home. Uh, Purdue is going to have, you know, I, I like I like Jeff Brom. I like Purdue. I think they're going to have some a good passing game. Uh, Jake Plummer or Jack Plummer. Yeah, <laughs> I always said they're wrong. his dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think so, yeah. but sure. No, I don't think so. No, uh, but they're gonna have a good group of receivers, even though they do Rondell more. But um, they're gonna give him trouble. Purdue, I, I, they don't have a good defense whatsoever, but I think they'll be able to to pass the ball, and move the ball in the Irish. It just seems like a game that Purdue will be able to step up in. So um, I had, I thought, I just didn't trust them to beat all three of those teams, Notre Dame. So I, I picked one, and I thought Purdue would be the most likely. That's fair. Um, I wouldn't be necessarily shocked, uh, like you said, with Florida State or Purdue, but I also agree with Michael. That game uh, in Chicago against Wisconsin is, uh, it'll be a tough one. Now, I, I just think, uh, you know, I, after us all talk, we're all very, or maybe Ryan and I more so, I won't speak for Michael, but we're all very down on Notre Dame. I'm a little worried. I, maybe, maybe I, uh, maybe I'm a little overly harsh on them and, and not giving them enough credit. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's hard to say because the last uh I guess 4 years they've they've done it consistently like they've been oh, absolutely. a 10 win type team, but 2016 I mean maybe something in the program has just totally changed, but it's not that long ago and they were 4 and 8. I mean it was they were yeah. unlucky to be 4 and 8 and they weren't really that bad, but I I think that being not so far in the past makes me think that a down season is is still possible and they lose so much like we just said that we're not at that, at least I'm not at that level where I treat them like Ohio State and Alabama and Clemson where I don't care what you lose. You're going to be great. I'm not quite there with Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. They don't have murder of a schedule either, but it's, it's not easy either. No. And having them at 12 in the preseason I think is a, is a, a little high. I mean, I know There's they had a really respect. Yeah, I know they had a really good year last year, but just based off of what they're coming back, not seeing it. But... um. Anywho, let's move on to uh, number 13 here. Uh, we had Wisconsin, uh, the Badgers. Um, they have a tough one right out of the gate. They got Penn State. Um, it's in um, Wisconsin. Uh, but I am going to take uh, Penn State. All right, so I'm going to say week one right out of the gate. Penn State is, I think, is maybe getting a little, at least a little bit undervalued, I think, by some folks. I know they're preseason in the top 19th, uh, according to Athlon here. Um, but they, you know, last year Penn State got dealt a tough hand. They had so many sitouts, um, especially on defense and major ones. I um, mean, they had so many, so much bad luck. I still think this is a really good team. James Franklin's a really good coach. Uh, Sean Clifford isn't maybe an elite quarterback, but he's good enough. Um, so I'm going to say they'll be ready to go for this one. I'll say they beat Wisconsin week one. Yeah, yeah they could lose. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, totally Trey. Oh, no. I was just going to say that's a totally fair. I, I really waffled, um, on on Penn State, I didn't not as much Notre Dame, even though I know it's it's going to be a tough one. So I I ultimately said they're going to beat Penn State, and I went all the way down. I think they can be they could be unbeaten. This is I'm not betting on this, but they could be unbeaten going to October 30th at home to Iowa. I think they'll be seven and zero, and then Iowa they whipped the Badgers last year, and I think it'll be another slug it out game as you'd expect. Okay. Um, I, I looked at that early 
part of the season, Penn State, Notre Dame, and Michigan felt like they, they could lose any of those three games. And the Penn State game is, is first and I think the toughest. So for yep. to me, that, that was the pick as well. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Now I think maybe the easiest one, uh, out of, out of all of us or out of all of these teams is maybe number 14 here, Miami. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because <laughs> their very first game is Alabama. Uh, yeah. They're over a two touchdown underdog. King coming off a knee injury. It's a lot to ask. So got to say Alabama. Yeah, I mean, Derek King is one of those guys that could put on a show, and you know who knows. But not, uh, not that early. I don't know. I mean, these days, I I don't know if Derek King will be fully healthy. But it would not surprise me at all if he's just game one. He's totally fine. Like the way we've seen guys come back from injuries in in yeah. sports lately. We'll see. It surprised me a bit, but um. Yeah, Bama, no doubt about it. There's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a tough one for the U. And then they've got App State and Michigan State, which neither of which are, are gimmies. So, right. no. you know, a little tricky. Uh, number 15, the last one here is Arizona State. And the first half of their schedule is, is pretty favorable. So they're one of those teams that it wouldn't shock me if, if midway through the season, they're undefeated and in the top 10. Of course, I wouldn't pick that, but. It, it it's in play first four games are southern utah unlv at byu who loses a ton and then yeah. home to colorado so i think they're 4-0 there i'm gonna pick their first loss at ucla i think that game right now would be a very small spread maybe asu favored slightly but ucla is is i think better than a lot of people think because if you look at the record last year you think i think they went three and four um but those losses were very close yeah. there and they they're number one in the country or not number one in the country, but number one in the power five in returning production. So I think they could, could clip the sun devils here. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with you. Um, week five at UCLA, I think they will be decent enough favorites in every other game. UCLA has a ton of production coming back. I just, you know, I'm not high on UCLA long term. Um, but I think this is the year at least that they've, you know, this is the best chip Kelly UCLA team that we'll see. Um, and I think they'll, I think they'll get the, the Sun Devils here week five. I really do agree with you guys on your UCLA sentiments, but I think they're going to, they can sneak by them. Um, ASU, they're a balanced team on, on offense and defense. So I think that's just the, their very next game they play at Utah. So I think they have a realistic ch- chance at being six and oh, but then Utah would clip them. Well, they do. Oh yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Oh, Ryan thought he had a correct. Well, there. what did you say there? Say it again. Well, Sorry, I was just saying, I meant, so I was saying UCLA, they play them October 2nd. Yeah. I think the next logical game they would lose is two weeks. I think it's two oh, weeks later. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. I don't have Ryan it. was ready to, to pass. <laughs> I, I might have, I might have said it wrong, but <laughs> that's where uh, I was going. I thought he said next week and I was like, you no, might've. they have Stanford next Check week. the tape. You might have, but whatever. Check the tape. I could have, I could have, <laughs> but. Anyway, that'll do it for the top 15 teams. So again, if you want to continue this episode, uh, sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash college football bros. Uh, you will get, uh, access to our Discord server as well to talk college football all summer long leading up to the season. Um, but either way, thank you for listening or watching on YouTube. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the college football bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to college football bros at gmail.com to keep up with the brothers on social media. Like them on Facebook at College Football Bros. Follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros. 
And for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening. If you love scratches from the Virginia Lottery, you'll love the high roller blackjack scratcher with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Look for it at your favorite Virginia Lottery retailer. In fact, you can drive there right now. Now that's an everyday win. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16.